Welcome to Halftime with the Playmakers, your midweek partner, the Playmakers, that's on 90.5 every Saturday from 1230 to 2. I'm in the studio with some lovely guys today. It's a very special episode, very near and dear to my heart. Uh, we'll explain later on in the episode, but go ahead and introduce yourself, please. The one and only young Hefe in the building, Jeffrey Hood, Gene repping the DMV in Atlanta area, man. What's going on? It's Jay Scott, the freshman on campus, ripping the 813. What's going on, y'all? I'm Michael Trim Jr. from the city beautiful Orlando, Florida. Hey, and I'm, I'm Brian Houghton Jr. representing Broward County as per usual. Guys, how's y'all week? I know it's the end of the semester. How y'all grades looking? We're just uh, pushing, man. We, <laughs> he said, how y'all grades, how y'all grades looking? We're pushing positivity. Trying to survive. The only way to pushing go is out. <laughs> pushing pushing push positivity. What, was, what, what, what did Thug stand for again? What? Truly humble under truly God. Humble under God. Truly, truly humble under God. Yeah, truly man. Pushing under positivity God, man. always. Shouts out Young Thug. Guys, it was a uh, pretty busy pretty busy week, not only for you know sports in general, but Tallahassee. A lot going on in Tallahassee sports. Uh, we're going to get into it. Starting off, FAMU is making history. Swag champions. Mm. Swag champions we beat prairie view what 35 14 yes sir how do you guys feel about the game how you guys feel about family season shockers like disappointments tell me jeff how you feeling we came a long way i give them credit credit we came a long way we started off shaky not very consistent and then turned back around got hot the right moment proud of the fellas proud of the fellas another award in the books now it's time to go get a bigger award i don't know if it's because i'm a homer i'm just a freshman but i had full faith in the team all year so i'm glad to see you know they're on top of the swag i thought the game against prairie view they look good um obviously i knew it was gonna be a closer game from the first time they played them but two rain delays everything considered at home it's good to be good to become champions i kind of expected this coming into this season after we lost last year to start last year to jackson state and Deion travis hunter and the boys and uh, over there now that they transferred to Colorado, I figured, you know, that was our biggest opponent. And once we knocked them down in what week one, I had full faith that we would win the swag. I just think it's crazy that, hey, these boys are really in celebration, bro. They're really in like, celebration. Not going to lie. And it was a crazy it was a crazy game, you know, because of the weather. It was like delay at the beginning of the game. And there was a delay, I think, halftime. I think it started the third quarter. That rain was so bad. I had to rain get was, out of there. Yeah, rain was, rain was terrible. I stayed the entire time. And let me tell you, coming back into the second half, Prairie View came out with a, uh, with a rushing touchdown. Yeah. It looked like the momentum was about to shift. Like it was, it was, it wasn't looking too good for FAMU. It looked like they were, they lost focus. They thought they already had the game in the bag, and then the rain, then the weather delayed come, and then Prairie View just goes on a run downfield. But FAMU responded from the AD to the fans. Everybody was like feeling the pressure, and then once that touchdown happened, it kind of like everybody was relieved, and they kind of like it was kind of set at that point that we're gonna be SWAT champions. So yeah, shout shouts out to FAMU for for pulling this off. Shouts out to Willie Simmons too, man. That's I mean, Dave. I mean, we've had some criticism for Musa, especially throughout the year, but. But off SWAC Offensive Player of the Year and now a SWAC champion. So. I think that a large part of that was you saw the longevity of the playbook. You you saw rushing touchdowns, passing touchdowns. Marcus Riley got involved with the game. The running game was looking good. We even had a jump pass from Jaquez Yant. Like, you saw yeah. how deep our playbook was, and I think that's going to translate heavily into the Celebration Bowl. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Terrell Jennings had uh, 117 yards rushing. MVP. MVP. But other than that, fam, you against Prairie View. I, kinda, I can't say I'm too shocked that we, we beat them since how this is like the rematch. We beat them, what, 45-7 mm-hmm. early this year. Mm-hmm. Can't say I'm surprised. Now we got the Celebration Bowl in Atlanta. Somebody here is... Uh, yeah, let's start off with you. Somebody okay. here whoa, is whoa, real whoa, familiar. Whoa. I, want, I want to go on record saying that I'm trying to stay as neutral as possible. Well, go ahead and let the audience know... Uh, who are you picking? Give, give your background. Who are you yeah. for real other than just okay. Jalen Scott? So for those who don't know, last name Scott carries a lot of weight. My dad is a college football coach. Currently, he is the 
head coach at Howard University. That being said, I am a student at Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University, so I will be staying neutral on the radio, but come Saturday, I will be putting on my blue garments and, okay. and, and rocking the HU. He does pay my tuition. Don't <laughs> he said he does pay my tuition. I don't really have a choice here. That being said, I think it's going to be a great game between these two programs. Obviously, these coaches have a lot of history together. They've worked together on the recruiting trail. I'm familiar with Coach Simmons from when I was younger. I know that both teams are going to come in very well coached. You're going to see a lot of offensive playbooks being opened. Um, they have a lot of playmakers at Howard, Quentin Williams, Casey Hawthorne, Richie Ilaraza, and Eden James, son of Edron James. So expect a, a kind of a high scoring game, which is odd because both defenses are ranked highly within their respective conferences. But I think that the offensive playbook, again, is going to be open by these two experienced coaches. Yes. Talking about the defensive side for uh, Howard, they only allow 21.6 points a game. So that kind of already speaks volume on how that defense is coming. But the offense in the average 23.4 points. So if FAMU finds a way to at least cut it down to 10 points, at least keep them in the twing range, they have a good shot of winning that game. Honestly, I saw at the preview game that they got into it with preview, the crowd, but if the refs were actually calling like flags, constantly 15 yard penalties, 10 yard penalties, constantly. And we cannot get in that mindset, that frame where, oh, he tripped with me, let me trip right back at him. Cause they're gonna catch it. In this celebration game, they're gonna catch it. We might've got away in a swag championship game, but this game is not gonna happen. I agree with y'all, but uh, I think the key to winning this game, well, for the Rattlers to win this game, is we know we gotta control the line of scrimmage. Howard is third in the uh, MEAC in sacks allowed, and we're number one in sacks, sacks against. That's the right way to say that. Sack, like sacks given? Yeah, sacks okay. given, yeah. And then rushing, we're the number one rushing defense in the swag, and then Howard is the number two rushing they, offense. They got the a MEAC. three-headed monster back yeah. there. So I think if we, you know, control the trench play, uh, we can, you know, win the game. I think, to your point about the trench play, FAMU has to get pressure on Quinn Williams. Quinn Williams is a, a veteran quarterback. However, you have to force him to use his legs. He is a dual threat, but I think you have a lot of athletes on defensive side of the ball, especially within the backfield for uh, Florida A&M, especially at the DB spot, and keeping pressure from the linebackers. I think defensively, that's going to be a key for FAMU. Now, I want to take a look at some of Howard's losses because people seem to think that it's going to be some sort of lopsided game. Howard's losses have come to a one-point loss against Hampton. They lost at Cambridge, lost to Harvard. They lost by 10 points to Eastern Michigan the first game of the year, and that game can be chalked up to special teams issues. They lost by three points to a Big Ten team in Northwestern. So this is no pushover, and they beat they beat the brakes off of North Carolina Central. I mean, it was 50-20. to 20. So this is no pushover team in the MEAC. So FAMU better come with it. No question your journalistic integrity. <laughs> oh, do you? I don't I know. If you, I gave, I don't, I gave I don't, the Rattlers the keys. I don't to, know. To I don't know if here. you. Can, I don't know if you can stay unbiased in this situation. Here. I'm not gonna lie. Another key I would say is just if FAMU start running the ball, fishing like they did with the SWAC championship game. Yes, absolutely. They have a great chance of winning. They this have game. to get Jennings going early. They got to get the running game going. Now spread the playbook out to pass play actions and other things like that. I feel like they have a good chance they get the running game high and early. So yeah, you guys, FAMU SWAC champions, soon to be a celebration bowl champions as well. Go. Rattlers, really looking forward to the game. Are any of y'all going to the game in Atlanta? I'll be on the sidelines. You'll be on the, hey, you'll be on the sidelines. Nah. you going to the game? Nah, I'll be out of at the states. Hey, 21st birthday. Yeah, I had to celebrate. Shout you know, out to the states. Shout out Jeff on the 21st birthday. Trim, you going to the game? Mm, to be determined. To be determined. My uh, graduation date is the 15th, so that's kind of close. That's kind of. It's kind. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be no. Graduation date is the 15th, and my dad's birthday is the 16th. So that's for sure. No. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not looking like I'm going to the game, but we'll we'll watch it together on on TV. So go us. Big news on the other side of the tracks. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's I thought it would be a Tallahassee thing. Nah, this is this is national coverage. Yeah. 
national coverage. Ron DeSantis is talking about it. Rick Scott's talking they about had it. Donald Trump put out a tweet about it. About what? About Florida State not making the playoffs. Florida State not making the playoffs. Trim, have you heard? Uh, it's political news. They shouldn't have made it. Oh, okay. All right. We're, so <laughs> let's go. Let's go Can and we get into. Trim? It. I want to hear what, what Trim has to say. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get into Trim. Why do you think FSU should not have made the playoffs? So before we answer that question, I agree with the four best teams in the college football playoffs. I think the rankings were 100% accurate. Now, with that being said, Florida State shouldn't have been in the college football playoffs because one, they weren't one of the four best teams. They lost their starting quarterback in Jordan Travis to injury and Alabama beat the number one ranked team in the SEC championship game. So if you lose your starting quarterback, are you the same team that you were in week one, week two, week three? I'm asking Brian. You're asking me? Okay, yeah. I guess. Well, no, I don't think you are the, the same team All if right. you lose your quarterback. But my question to you is, Trim, when we played the entire regular of the season are we playing for a playoff spot absolutely so have we seen in the past where teams go undefeated and win their conference and make the playoffs absolutely and you tell me the question here now is because fsu lost one player they no longer deserve the chance to make the playoffs no i didn't say they didn't deserve but i said if the goal is to get the four best teams in college football it was florida state one do you of think the four georgia best teams? do you think georgia is one of the four best i teams do college? not hmm. you think texas you think texas is better than georgia uh yes because if texas beat alabama bama beat georgia what does that make uh hmm. alabama in texas that's a Taylor, you very, look that's a hot that's, that's a very large shocked. domino effect there that's crazy I mean, that's how dominoes fall, right? <laughs> that's crazy. And then Michigan is undefeated team, Big Ten champion, right? Mm -hmm. They were undefeated last year. Lost to TCU in the uh, semifinals, but they lost their starting running back. He didn't play in that game. Who else won? The Pac-12 champion. Pac-12 is probably the arg arguably the most competitive conference in mm -hmm. college football this season. And Washington went undefeated. I'm not disagreeing. Beat Oregon two yeah. times. Yeah. They The first one, you know, won by three. The second one, they won by three again. Conv not convincingly, but you know, just think a lot of people had Oregon winning that game. And Washington, you know, shut the door on that and beat them again. So you have to put them two in there then yeah. at three you had texas texas beat bam in what week one week two week two week two and big 12 champs that alabama team not the same alabama team if they played again a lot of people would probably pick bama a good amount of people would pick bama and bama just went in the sc championship game and beat georgia you don't think that was a one-time thing that i don't alabama think it's a one-time thing okay i think georgia from i mean from start to finish alabama looked like the better football team miro is i was surprised i'm not let me not say i'm surprised he wasn't a husband finalist but if he had been playing like how he'd been playing the second half of the season he would have been a husband finalist well at least in my opinion i feel like if i do everything that you guys tell me to do you tell me to have a strong schedule mm -hmm. fsu has a decent schedule right who had a better schedule though alabama i'm not saying they didn't have they had a better schedule i'm just no, saying they had the 50 55th. Yes, strength of the schedule. Strength of schedule. They were FSU? Yes. yes. So they had a decent schedule. No. Decent no. schedule. Decent schedule. Decent top 50. Compared to 55th. The top bro, 14. can we stop with this FSU narrative? Like everybody's mad, bro. There's five bro. people on the on the committee. Bro. And one of them is the head of the committee. Right. And if you mean to tell me if five ACC people are in there and one of them is the head and they said they're not good enough, why are we arguing right yeah. now? Why? Because I under I understand Why? the argument of these are the four best teams in college football. I'm not picking FSU over the four other teams without Jordan Travis. I'm just saying that if I did everything you guys determine a team needs to do to win the championship, you want me to win my ranked games? I won my ranked game. I went undefeated. I won my conference. I won my bowl game. I won my conference. I'm saying I won my. I beat Louisville. Mm -hmm. Right, but you guys still said they don't need to be in here. I, to me, that just feels like they've been given like the wrong end of the stick here. here like, here's where my thought process is here. I think that the regular season, especially when it comes to rankings, you talk about AP rankings, C CFP rankings coming into preseason, those get really hyped. Like 
early and i think that the regular season in my opinion is more of a marker towards the eight or conference championships so when it comes to cfp yes they look at it but that's not one of their main things they're looking at because if you make it if you are undefeated like the rest of the season like fsu was and you make it to the conference championship that now is a criteria going into okay can we select them for the for the playoff committee now in the regular season i think that that goes more towards okay who's competing for a conference championship so again once you won the conference championship that goes towards the committee the committee saw that florida state did win and they win the acc championship but you can name four better teams and on top of that they had statues that said okay if they don't have the correct coaching personnel out there the correct player personnel that can thoroughly affect the game you saw the drop off from travis to rodemaker to the freshman now they averaged 55 passing yards against louisville louisville in a conference championship and you want to put the freshman in over four better teams in college football america i don't agree like come on now can we please stop please no because like you, Please. you they've been Plus, done dirty. it's a business it is a business Which, bro a business, is a business should not come into the fact of like how i play the game like well blame I, what tcu am I, what am i playing they tcu won a playoff game blame tcu they won a playoff there game. weren't four better teams than tcu that year but like, blame tcu bro blaming? like tcu just ran into a really good georgia team that's not to take away from tcu's great season they just ran against georgia it's a business dog and they need raiders and that's, they need so what am i playing the games for if you're already going to decide whether or not this is for you money played that you played majority of the season with jordan travis at quarterback you didn't play you played one game with uh what's the freshman name we don't even know his name it's still a team but it's still a <laughs> team game by the way like it's still a team like one man does not win it Florida like State why are we acting like brian what is the most important position on the field quarterback Thank why all are right. we acting like we haven't seen backup quarterbacks have great games in the biggest moments right right brian but because you brought up the eagles before we started it, recording yeah we started for it for the nfl is, yeah the, the, the nfl is way different from college football because there's not a committee so what about cordo patterson when like not cordo patterson the buddy's Cordell name Cordell Jones. Cordell Jones that when he they went. Blocked. He Wisconsin. beat Wisconsin 59 to 0. Nothing. So you can't compare it to the freshie that barely escaped out of the swamp and and the uh, ACC championship. Okay. You can't compare that. So the freshman's name so is Brock Glenn. Brock Glenn, if you're listening to this, we mean no disrespect whatsoever. All so the disrespect. <laughs> I can name thirty quarterbacks. So you're telling me because like because my one player got hurt, the rest of the other roster doesn't deserve a chance to Absolutely. prove that it is there. Yes. What? Yes. Because want, one they, player got hurt, I don't even deserve the chance to prove I'm still one of the top four teams. affecting your offense that much. He did have to prove. He had the, he had the swamp game and he had the ACC championship game. He did prove. He threw a pick the first the first time he went in. Hey, two games, two games, two games to prove something. Yeah, he want to prove himself. Beat Georgia. So I've done everything all year. And I won those games, by the way. They won the games. They won the games, by the way. Was it convincingly? They won the games. Was I'm it undefeated. You won, I'm did you watch the game against Louisville? And I won the conference championship Bro, game. Bro, it was tied 3-3 in the third quarter. Did I watch the game against Louisville? Yeah. I watched the first half. Did you? When you watched him, you said, yeah, he can Bro, win the championship. Bro, I'm not saying because F, I'm, I literally agree with y'all that FSU is not better than those four teams. I'm saying, like, they've given out this criteria of this is what you need to do to be and in the playoffs. And they didn't check one of them, which is player and coach availability they did not check that but i still have an entire team an entire team by the way like i lost one player i still have an entire team that i would have kept the louisville to six points seven points if we're keeping okay if we're keeping it real i think that the fsu defense like come on like come on now like the i still FSU have an defense, entire not roster the FSU seminoles the I, fsu I got defense. a question so brian if fsu would have got in who would you have winning the michigan and fsu game bro i'm agreeing i am no bro, i agree with you that they're you not better sides, than though. those four teams but it's like i'm just saying they deserve
deserve the opportunity. You playing both sides right now. Ain't they no deserve flag. the opportunity. I don't think you standing on business. I'm definitely standing on business. They deserve the opportunity. Yeah, you saw Michigan reaction. They saw Bama on there. It was like, oh, we ain't got no bye week. They finna lose. Yeah, they, we ain't got no bye week. That wasn't fun that one. That wasn't fun that one. I'm just saying, like, I played the entire regular season. I've done what you guys have asked of me. We lost one player, and you guys are just saying now all of a sudden, like you just said, FSU's defense is really is a great defense. Like, it is. I don't have I, like I don't deserve my chance to prove to y'all that I'm still a really good team. You we do. got Georgia. You can beat Georgia. Oh, now if they beat now me, I see all that question. If y'all beat Georgia, what are we th what are we thinking? Now? Then the they're not gonna beating Georgia. Committee's gonna look crazy. Gonna look they crazy. are. They're gonna look crazy. They're and not I, beating Georgia. And I hope they beat Georgia. What if it's happened all the time in sports, Chef? Like, like we've seen this happen. Like I said, they're not beating Georgia. Famous call is Auburn's gonna win the football game. We remember that one, right? Yes. Yes. So underdogs can win, right? Did y'all yeah, think the Alabama underdog going into that game? Though? Yes, they were. Who? Bama was Auburn. Go yes, Auburn, Auburn was underdog into, going into the game. game. Yes. Yeah, they were. No, they were. Yes, they were. Yeah, they were. No, they were. Yes, we've seen underdogs win football, especially in college football. Alabama beat Auburn on a hail mary play on fourth and thirty-one. Stuff like this happens. All like crazy stuff happens all the time. See, but, so I don't think this game is going to be as full strength what people think because Brock Bowers probably not going to play. It's going to be a very a, a team. Both teams have people sitting out because it's it's not going to be a very meaningful game for either program. Exactly. Both are coming off of disappointments being left out from the five and six spot. Whatever. Uh, everybody. Everybody has. So what's the point you know, of having bowl games? Oh. What's the point of playing the regular season oh, if you oh, guys tell season, me I'm not good? Next enough. season bowls are, are pretty much obsolete. And you know what's crazy? That the ACC commissioner also shot down the 12 college playoffs this year. Yes, he was, I, I was meant to add that. Yeah. He shot it down. It's supposed to be this year, but that's another person that should be getting the blame for it. And on top of that, people are talking year about for 12 years. Oh, for 12, huh? People are talking yep. about, well, if if Jordan Travis is just an important player, why is he not in the Heisman talks? He is not in the Heisman talks because he's a good quarterback. He's not a Heisman quarterback. Don't let that narrative of a one player affecting your offense that much let y'all gas him up to think he's a Heisman quarterback. A Heisman quarterback isn't getting sacked three times against Boston College. Speaking of Heisman, who y'all got winning the Heisman since it comes out Saturday at eight o'clock? I still had Penix in the beginning of the season. I understand the Jaden Daniels hype, and honestly. He, he, it makes sense if he wins, but I still have faith that. Why are you taking Penix? I've seen Penix throughout the season, and there wasn't one game where. I, well, okay, take that back. Yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. No, there, there was Washington State game, but I think that there was consistency in Penix's play, and we saw that shine, especially against Oregon. I think that he controlled the clock very well. He led the football team on, on offense, and he was able to make big plays when they needed it. And it, was, it became a closer game down the wire, but he was able to use his legs, his, his arm strength, especially. I think he has a legit. That's why he's a finalist. I think he has a legit shot. Now, I do understand why Jaden Daniels is favored to win. Give me Jaden Daniels. Mm, that Florida game, that Florida game, you can't you can't just like bypass that Florida nope. game. 372 passing yards, 234 rushing yards. That's a Heisman stat right there. Yeah, 100%. And that's he has Heisman the highest stat. QBR in college football right now. So mm -hmm. I, I totally understand. I just, I like to be right. So I'm, I'm going to stick with my pick from the beginning of the season. Plus, I mean, you might say, yes, he has three losses, but RG3 won, he had three losses. Lamar Jackson won, he had Tebow three losses. Tebow won, he had three losses. Tebow, yeah. Tebow won, he had three losses. So you can say the record all you want, but this is a Heisman stat mm -hmm. that is really rare to come by. I agree. You know, I watch a lot of basketball. Basketball, right? So, you know, whenever I do peep into college football, you know, I hear what's going on. And Jaden Dan's the Heisman. You know, every time you look, you see, uh, <laughs> you see uh, 235 passing yards, 120 rushing yards, 413 passing yards, 96 rushing yards, 372 passing yards, 234 That's some, rushing some, yards. These are some NCAA road to glory stats. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, he's playing video games out there. Like, Jaden Dan's is 
he has been the best quarterback in the country by and far. This is he's him. Play. This he's him. SEC play. Exactly. Beat hint, Florida. Hint. Lost to Bama, ACC. but you know it's Bama. They're in the college playoffs. Uh, lost to FSU early on in the season. I don't blame that loss on him, but he has some. He has a lot of good wins on his resume. Beat Mizzou. What they're ranked number nine right now. Yeah, Jaden Day is the MVP. The Heisman. Y'all ain't got no love from my dog Marvin Harrison Jr. No. Okay. That's a long shot. I would love to see someone not a quarterback. I was gonna say it's a quarterback award. Bro, uh, that's Devontae that's Smith, really Devontae Smith won it, but like, how often does that happen? Like, I mean, Reggie Bush won it when? Like in <laughs> yo dog, come on, Reggie we're, Bush. We're talking like major time <laughs> like, gap uh, like, between each of these. This, like, it's a, it's like it's twelve iPhones since Reggie Bush won a Heisman and Devontae Smith won a Heisman. Does he still have claims to the Heisman? Because I like nah, I he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. They took that away. Which is also crazy. Give Reggie Bush back his Heisman. What are we doing? Shout out Reggie Bush. Shout out Reggie Bush. Moving on to professionals. I was kind of professional. You know, college get paid too, so they're both really professional. But moving on to professional football in the National Football League. <sighs> Go ahead and say I know it hurts your pride, buddy. The uh, San Francisco 49ers beat the Philadelphia. Dude, you speak, speak, speak up. Man. Speak up. No. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest, Brian. Speak up. The San Francisco 49ers beat the uh, He said it even quieter, ladies and gentlemen. The San Francisco 49ers. The, San, Fr- the San Francisco 49ers beat the Philadelphia Eagles in what was not a close game at all. Absolute dominance on the 49ers side. Uh, Jeff wore a 49ers hoodie today. Yep, got it on. Didn't know he was going to do that this I morning, even, but. I didn't even peep that. Yeah, y'all didn't even peep. He was ready, he was ready <laughs> for today. Jeff, go ahead and talk your, your talk. I mean, you are, you, Jeff, I want, I want the audience to know. Jeff sent us at least 100 messages in all caps. Yep, 100%. Zero lowercase yep. letters. Yep. Go ahead and talk your talk, Jeff. So, the game, yes, I kind of lost my voice. I'm not very energetic, not very yelling Man was right yelling now. inside his house. Um, Just talk about the game briefly. You know, we rushed Jalen Hurts 27 times, career high on Jalen Hurts. 14 or more of those times was four down linemen. So, that says enough how good our defensive line is. Six consecutive touchdowns. Six. Brian, six. Yeah. Six straight. Yeah. Six. Unanswered. Yeah. Six. Think. <laughs> you know, everybody says Brock Purdy is, you know, a system quarterback. Still is. I don't know how a system quarterback throws four touchdowns, 19 for 27 passing completions, and throws for 314 yards. How many How many uh, yards after catch did I was going to say, a lot of that can be you know, about catch, but I do think that Brock Purdy had an excellent game. You know, Debo was talking a lot of trash over the offseason. Backed it up. up with three touchdowns. 116 receiving yards, you know. Back that up, to be honest. Brock Purdy is number one in all stat other than interceptions. So that's pretty good for a system quarterback, as some people say. Brian, first in all quarterback statistics other than interceptions, and that's system quarterback to you? Who's, on, who's his receivers again? You can say the same thing for Jalen. How do you look? How did he you look? You can say the same thing for Jalen. Can you, though? Yes. Can Devon, you, though? Devontae Smith, is, A.J. Brown, Dallas is, Goddard. And you can say the also, same thing. Let me, ask you a question. let me ask you a question right now. Yeah. Who would you rather have on your team? Jalen, Jalen Hurts or... Uh, Brock Purdy. Hmm. Bro, you believe that? You yes. believe that? You stand on that. Brock Purdy is MVP. Brock Purdy's going to be the MVP. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes. MVP. Yes. Player. Brock Purdy's going to be MVP. Player. And Christian McCaffrey's going to be I offensive player of the year. This episode. Oh, my this God. It's hilarious because I heard his this weekend we were talking about Dak. And he, you think Brock he was Pur- adamant. You think Brock Purdy having a better season than Dak? Dak's hot. But what I'm about, still taking Brock. Um, um, who else? Who else might have an MVP candidate? Tua? I think should be co-MVP this year. I don't no. Don't see, I don't, I don't see do one that. person that's like, I don't yeah, do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. You, you do see. You saw Sunday. Brock Purdy. Two people deserve it right now. Yeah, uh, CJ Stroud and uh, Tyreek Hill. CJ Stroud still for MVP. MVP right now. I didn't stutter. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, hey, uh, uh, my fault. My fault, <laughs> big bro. Yeah, dang. I'm <laughs> taking Brock Purdy as MVP. Y'all keep moving the needle on Brock Purdy. Oh, he's system quarterback. Oh, he has this. But Jalen Hurts has the same thing. Can we stop moving that needle? 
What does the eye test tell you about Jimmy G? What does the eye test tell you about Jimmy G? first in stats, like just like Brock Purdy? Nah, not all right then. So let's 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 put that to bed. What does the eye test tell you about Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy? I can look at one player and say that guy's really good compared to the other one. That guy's really that guy's really dependent on yards after catch. the MVP up MVP race up to like eye test though, bro. Come on, I'm not taking. I'm not talking about eye test for the MVP. I'm talking about Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy. I understand. But back to the game. Back to the game. Back to the game. Now, y'all didn't even score a touchdown. Let's keep let's let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. Y'all really didn't score a legit touchdown. One was a touch push, which is gonna be banned next year. And second one was a scrub touchdown. A touch push, not a legitimate touchdown. I didn't say that. I just a touch push is not legitimate. It's gonna be banned next year. How do you get to the one yard line, Jeffrey? How do you get to the one yard line, Jeffrey? It's gonna be banned next year. So did you guys like legit score a touchdown? Like be honest with yourself. Yes, we scored a touchdown. How do you get to the one yard line? You got a touch push that's gonna be banned next year. The touch push is a play that should not be banned. By the way, well it is. Anybody's capable of doing the touch push. It's a brotherly shove. Why would you? I'm not pushing no grown man's butt. It's brotherly shove. I didn't hear that it called the brotherly shove until like the the game, and I was just like, what? Yeah, they call it they call it touch push. Like brotherly shove. All that. Philly's like brotherly love. Yeah, yeah. So that's why they did it. But but like you, one anybody's capable. I just watched Green Bay just did it their last game with Jordan Love, and they got it by the way. Like it's a good play. Didn't Musa low key do the touch push against PV two? Yeah. Yeah. Come on now, like like it's a good play. Anybody can do it. It's not like the Eagles have an unfair advantage. In the pros, it's I feel like there's more of an advantage. Bro, what? But they're going straight for y'all knees. They're going straight to the knees, bro. And this is like how many, six five. How many players? Uh, what? Kelsey. How many? I understand. Six like, five, three fifteen. Kelsey going right at your knees, bro. Come I on. understand if we've seen a bunch of players get hurt off the touch push, we should cancel. But we haven't even seen that. Well, it's banned next Where? year, buddy. You don't know that at all. You just made that up. The commissioner said he's trying to ban it. That don't mean it's gonna be banned. It's hey, not the an unfair. Commissioner say he's trying to ban it. Play. It's gonna get banned. It's not an unfair play. You're very capable of stopping the play. Everyone. How? Is, has it been stopped? How? Because we're really good at it. Other teams have done it. It's just not as good. What do you they mean? Don't, they don't have 6500 Kelsey pushing them. They have Kelsey. You have Jalen Hurts. Who, they talk about every single time he does yeah, it. He squats 600. He squats 600. They say every single time he does it. Man, let me hear your take about the game. I think our line. I'm forgetting the linebacker's name, but I have to go back and look at it. He, the tackle that he should have had on Debo Samuel. This is the same. This is the same linebacker. A lot of missed tackles that game. But the one on Debo Samuel it was down the middle where Debo Samuel got the touchdown. I don't know how you don't come up. You have to make that tackle in that possession. You have to make that tackle. And then he absolutely gets burnt on that play. And then another play. This is the same exact linebacker. That play where Christian McCaffrey. Did a does, wheel route. Kind of just lost like, him. He does a little bit of a double move, but like he like fully committed to Christian McCaffrey on that first move. Just fully committed. And then just gave up on the, on the after the, the, the double move happened. Christian and that's McCaffrey. when I lost my voice. Underrated route runner. Underrated route. Great that's route when runner. I lost my voice. When he kind of said, ah! Great route running. Boy, but I it's lost like my voice, boy. The Eagles linebacker situation has been pedestrian all season. <laughs> all season has just been pedestrian. Whoa. All linebacker situation. The back end has just been pedestrian. What about Darius Slick? You like him? I mean, big play. What about Byard? We just got Byard. Byard got cooked. Be, do you still like him to be a good player? Byer got cooked. Slay, he kind of held his own. Byer just got there too, so you he kind of held his time. own, but like he really didn't now. hold his own. He still like it still takes time, by the way, to like adjust to a system. It's not like he plays quarterback; he plays safety. Nah, but from the defensive back position, it <laughs> takes a while to. Settle. Like you're still in the system. Like what are you, what are you talking about? Anywho, Eagles just signed Shaq, Shaq, Leonard. Shaq Leonard from the in Indiana Indianapolis Colts, who just cut him. Um, much needed help for you. Much needed help. So like, hopefully, like he'll be able to help us out in that areas where we're. We're really lacking that, that linebacker. We got some Matt. 
We got smack. Uh, Pull it up to the link. Us getting smack. Drop 42. Will not remove the pain that is on Jeffrey's heart still. No, it got released with that 42 ball. He screamed it all into the team. Wait, hold on. Did y'all win like anything after that? But honestly, honestly uh, if you look at the game. Let me ask you a question. Did you win anything after that happened? Did y'all go to Super Bowl after the week? Let me, let me ask you a 13? question. Let me ask you a question. Did y'all go to the Super Bowl after week 13? Are y'all now NFC champions now that week 13 is done? Okay, let me ask you a question, Brian. No, right. The answer is no. Okay, just a second. Right. Let me ask you a question. All right. If that game on January 27th happened and Brock Purdy was still there, do y'all think y'all would have won that game? Yes. Now looking at what just happened? Yes. Are you I serious? Think, we know we're going to see y'all again. Are you serious? We're good. We're one and one now. Are you serious? We're gonna. We're gonna. You believe see, that? We're gonna see y'all the same way you believe Brock Purdy's better than Jalen Hurts. Is the same way I, I mean, think he's that number one in every quarterback stat. You think Brock Purdy's better than Jalen Hurts? Yes. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Stats don't tell the whole truth. Okay. Yes. Because you think Brock Purdy's better than Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson? Right now, yes, he is. He's playing the best quarterback play right now. Okay. Yes, if he's he is. the best. He's playing, if you say he's playing the best, that's a different argument than saying he is the best. I'm saying playing the best. See, you you try you try to make something that is not. <laughs> that's what you try. You try to instigate. No, I'm saying he's playing the best I, right now. Not is the best. The best right now. Yes, yes, he is. <laughs> look at you. Look at you try. You try. You try really hard. One, one game. Who you want as your quarterback? One game. Yeah. If everybody's playing it's, hot right now, it's the Super Bowl, and you have hey, to choose the between Jalen Hurts have and the Brock death Purdy. Beam pointed towards Earth. You got one drive with your quarterback. Who are you taking, Brock Purdy or or Jalen Hurts? I'm taking Brock. Okay. This, all right. I'm taking Brock. I want Equadala. I'm taking Brock. All right, man. Let's go. Let's let's move it's to the, let's move to the other side of the conference. Um. It's really Dallas, Dallas uh, 49ers, Eagles, and NFC. And NFC. Everyone else. No, it's kind of like big one, 49ers, and then you I got didn't put them Eagles, in order. Then, the AFC. Uh, I didn't put them in order. You know, I didn't put the them AFC. in order. I just named the top three teams in the NFC. Thank you, you Jeffrey. Know. All right. All right, guys, the AFC. Trim. Yes, sir. Talk to me. You got to talk to me. You got to talk to me, Trim. Mm -hmm. Who do you like out of the AFC right now? The question was, who do I have winning the one seed? Who do you like out of the AFC right now? Like, Okay, I'm going to answer two different questions. Mm. Because that's, you kind of, you know. But I, I, a, simple, a simple question of who do you think is going to win the AFC? Like, get the one seed or like come out? Yes. What do you think win the AFC means? Win the AFC is getting the one seed, buddy. All right. I got Baltimore. The Baltimore Ravens. Mm. You know, I got them projected. They're, what, 9-3 and three right now. I got them projected to lose one more game. Don't that shoot. Is, that's to the nine. But... But was he always raving about the Chiefs? The yeah. Oh, this, the Chiefs. Exactly. No, no, no. This is no. Exactly that's why I said. That's why. No. Exactly why I brought it up. That's, that's why I just had to make sure. That's why I said. I'm gonna answer two different questions. If the season ends today, I'm still picking the Chiefs to come out of the AFC. What have you seen? Other than drop balls left and right, they gonna get it right. But I'm. Then just they saying. had three straight games of not scoring in the For second. For the regular half. season, I think the Ravens will finish with the one seed. That's why I said I have and two. You see, karma is so good because he tried to get me on the last segment question, <laughs> but now look at you. But I actually answered. Now look at you. If the season ended today, you like what the Chiefs are doing right now? No, I don't like what they're doing right now. But you'd still take them over the bank off the uh, Ravens? Because the, the, in the Lamar Jackson era, they have won one playoff game. <laughs> the Bills, turnover issues with Josh Allen. Who else is in the AFC? No Joe Burrow. Dolphins. Dolphins, Jaguars. They can't win big games. They just lost to an injury-riddled uh, Bengals so, team, and Lawrence just got hurt. So I mean, it's really between the Chiefs and the Ravens. Like I think that's who the AFC Championship matchup will be. I, I think had the Dolphins losing their last three games to the Cowboys, the Ravens, and the Bills. The Chiefs got the Bills next week, and then they have you know four you know pretty easy games. They got the Raiders. What about the Bills? They have the. Uh, did you bring up the Bills? Yeah, yeah he, did. he said the Bills are for what? Turnover, bro. No, because the Dolphins. Dolphins the Chiefs got to play the Bills. Oh, okay, okay. okay. The Chiefs got to play the Bills next week. He wasn't calling them. Oh yeah. I was about to say, I was about to say, for nah, what? but they're still, they're still, a, a, you still gotta beat Buffalo, right. right? Yeah. But the Dolphins, they're tied right now with the Baltimore Ravens, but their next games are the, to the Cowboys. I have them losing the Ravens and the Bills. I have them losing those last three weeks, so they'll finish what eleven and six, and I have the Ravens finishing thirteen and four to get the number one seed. Yeah, I got the Ravens. 
The Ravens schedule is pretty easy other than the 49ers game on Christmas Day. Yeah. You know, December, December 31st, too. They got the Dolphins. But everything else is winnable. Yeah. Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence is out. Rams, it's the Rams. The Steelers are pedestrian at best. So, you know, those two games right there might be kind of dicey. They can go 1-1 one and, one and one or 2-0. and oh. I mean, they're looking pretty good. Get that one seed. Yeah, to add on to that, I, I got the, uh, the Ravens. I think a game that they aren't directly involved in but it's going to help their cause is that Buffalo-Miami game. I think that'll kind of knock out the top what was it three or four that are in the season there so and that'll help their strength of win because they already um have wins against both of those teams early in the season so yeah i got the ravens i agree with y'all i'm going ravens i actually super surprised that uh trent picked the ravens and, and then yeah i said i picked them to get the one seed when playoff time comes when it's january i'm taking 15 do you like when they uh who did who did you just play uh, packers. just now do you like when they play the packers and they only scored 19 points in eight drives mm, it was a pass interference call late against mvs so I, are, you, are you talking about the hail mary pass interference call? no not that one not the one on travis kelsey the one like, about that, like, that post route in the yeah, middle of the yeah, okay, yeah, hugged yeah. him yeah do you like mvs this season do you like what he's looking like no nah, he looks i could go out there and do what he's doing do, do you like the rest of the receiving core and what they're doing right now i like rasheed rice rasheed rice and i like justin watson i think they should get a little bit more burn i think watson should get burned uh get more burn rasheed rice gets a good amount of take because i remember you standing very you said very 10 toes when i when we were talking about dolphins chiefs and early in the oh, early in the podcast early crazy early early in the podcast a little callback because they got 15 it's 15 and then everybody else a little flashback little flashback for you 15 has no like, business 15 hasn't looked like 15 so far this season and you're not gonna tell me he has he hasn't hmm. okay okay but did you did y'all think he was gonna beat the packers i thought he was yeah. yes, yes why the Packers, been, the Packers have been hot. The Packers have been hot, though. But but it's not like, we're not saying, oh, okay. we're not saying the Chiefs home. are trash. They also have a good defense. We're not saying the Chiefs are trash. We're they just have saying, a great defense. We're, yeah, they have a great defense. The yeah, defense looks better than the offense. He did his thing against them. He did his thing. He, he, hey, Jordan Love had some dots in, in that game that I just did not think Jordan Love was capable of They're going to be all right. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I hope so. Because, like, offensively, and I don't know if y'all listen to Travis Kelsey's podcast, but... You can very much tell, like, when he's coming off of a loss, right? It's like when he's coming off of a win. He's quiet. He's not yelling no more. Like, he he'll, he says a thousand times how he's struggling on offense, how the offense is struggling, and how the defense has been saving them. Mm-hmm. Well, it might be a sad podcast this week. Nah, they both lost. Both lost. Sad <laughs> Jason, podcast this Jason week. Jason and Travis Kelsey, it's, it's going to be a tough one. But don't worry. We'll see you again, Jeff. Don't worry. But we'll, we'll yeah, we'll see each other. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. Cowboys might beat you Hmm. You know, I actually like I like this week's game. I, I I would hope the Eagles come out angry against the Cowboys. Oh, it is Eagles Cowboys. Yes, Got Eagles it. Cowboys. Okay, yeah. We're playing. Was it at Cowboys? Yep. Yeah, we're playing yeah, at Cowboys. At Cowboys has been hot too. They've been. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been beating some. You know, Dax looks good, man. They've been beating some. You know, average. You know, some bad teams, but but whatever. He's been looking good. They've been hooping. CD Land's been hooping. They've been playing. They've been playing really well. Hooping. So hooping. That's so perfect transition to the next topic. Perfect transition. So let's see what's out going on. All right, guys. Speaking of Jalen just said, speaking of hooping, uh, the NBA in season tournament is going on right now. The Boston Celtics just played Indiana Pacers yesterday. Indiana Pacers came out on top, and the Pelicans just played the Kings. To which Pelicans won again. I was tripping for a second. So, based off of that, who do you guys currently have winning the in-season tournament? Uh, I'll start it off. I got the Milwaukee Bucks winning the in-season tournament. As of late, they've been, you know, picking it up. Their last two games, they've been third in that rating, fourth in offensive efficiency, eleventh in defensive efficiency, and you know, this is what the uh, this is what the Milwaukee Bucks not running enough pick and roll for Dame and Giannis, and you know, obviously that's Dame's bread and butter. But you know, there's a report that came out that Giannis doesn't like setting screens, so that's why they haven't been running yet. But once they get <laughs> the that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once they once they get that like you know once they get that set, 
I think the Milwaukee Bucks will be a dangerous team. And I yeah. think this instant tournament is a perfect opportunity for them. The next, know, just for, right. for clarification, the next instant tournament game was that tonight? Yeah, yep. tonight. Or Tuesday when we're recording this. Is they're playing the Bucks versus the Knicks will be that game. And then it will be the Lakers versus the Suns. Jalen, who you got winning? Out of the West, I'm actually not sure. But in the East, I think that the Pacers have looked good so far. I struggle to say that they have a clear advantage over the Bucks, But um, I think the Pacers look good. How about I say, yeah, give me the Pacers. Yes. To, win it, to win, it all, win it just East or win it all? The whole thing. Okay. I mean, my, my runner-up runner will be, honestly, is the Pelicans. Hmm. That'll be my runner-up. But, but I say the Pacers first. Let me start with the Pacers because, bro, they're, they're number one in offensive efficiency. Mm -hmm. 123.6. I mean, when they're running, like, when they're on, they are on. Like, they're a team of really great runs, too, because they will, they will score on you. They, they went on a 9-0 stretch against the Celtics last yep. night, and it just shut the whole arena down. And at first, I thought the NCAA tournament was very dumb. It wasn't a good idea. They but they're treating like this is the I playoffs. Mean, is like, they do it in soccer. They're treating That's like Pretty popular, they're it's like it's the playoffs, like their careers on the line. They're, I don't know they're if you putting saw, their heart out. All the bonuses are for like in season 500k. Oh, I don't man. know if y'all saw the, like the video Indiana Pacers yesterday. A lot of their bench, a lot of their players on the bench are making less than I think it was five million dollars a year. Yeah, which like you know what taxes is like two and a half minutes, something like that. So like you get 500 500k winning the game. Yeah, so like the players were celebrating, jumping up like as they won the finals, like jumping up and down, like 500, like 500k paper like, means a lot to some of these players. But I also say the Pelicans is because they have. Have great spacing they have good offense and good defense mm -hmm. now we're gonna get another topic but i'm gonna just save this one guy for that topic but i'm just say their shooting is amazing their offensive spacing is amazing the defensive presence is amazing the pelicans have a good chance of shaking stuff up and winning that whole thing if i had to pick one i want i want to say the lakers just because how they've been playing in season tournament that would be great for like, brown resume they've been first ever great nba in season first tournament. tournament he won it all like they've been taking in season tournament they look i don't know what it is with the lakers but they look very different versus regular season games and in season tournament games. I don't know. They're just taking them more seriously. But based off what we've been seeing and like the offense, I have to go with the Indiana Patriots. I'm not going to lie. What Halliburton has been doing recently? Frying. Like, it's it's Halliburton. I don't know. I, the Last 10 games averaging 30 points and shooting 47.8% from three. Hold on. Let's let's read let's read these let's read these stats. Yeah. Frying. Let's read these let's read these stats. He's frying. Against the Celtics, 26, 10, and 13. <laughs> Pistons, 26 and 10. <laughs> Hawks, 37 and 16. 76 to 33 and 15. <laughs> Cavaliers, 18 and 13. That's a bad game. A bad game for him is 18 and 13. Come on, I got, man. I got a question now. He yeah, gonna pull nah. something about the magic. Nah. But, no, because it's funny. <laughs> he gonna pull something about the it's magic. Funny. No, no, no. You kept reading, but you didn't mention the Orlando Magic game they played. Here we go. Went, See, I caught it. He went but four for 14. I mentioned the last five games, by the way. I thought you said you said last. 10. I said no, last 10. He, I went the last. And I said five. he averaged yeah. 30. Mm. That's what I said last 10. I went last five. Okay. Look at you. He's always got to bring Orlando. That's a, he always bro, finds he, a way. No, he's a good player, but we shut him down. He's got that Orlando bro, Magic song just playing. That's how I know Orlando. That's game. how I know Orlando Magic fans ain't, win, ain't used to winning nothing. That's what I'm saying. They got to clean y'all. They clean. We're better than y'all. I don't care about no regular season game. We play for something different. Trim, you hear me? How many rings y'all got? Heat culture. How many rings y'all got? Heat culture. How many final appearances y'all got? We got two finals appearances. How many y'all win? Zero. Zero. How many Miami got? Answer correctly. You know the answer. Y'all got what, three. Three. Three championships. Yeah. Little bros. Three championships. Little bros. Don't talk to me about no game in okay. November. Don't talk to me about December games. What are you talking to me for? November? You think I care about November? That's enough of that. I'm, I'm sick of him. I'm sick of him. He went off for 44 when he played Miami. He went off for 44 when he. How many rings do the Indiana Pacers have? <laughs> Okay. Zero. <laughs> All right. Don't talk to me about games in November. All right. Who do y'all have winning the awards? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna My God. 
man talking about games in October. I don't care about no October. Every game matters. I play for June. <laughs> you gotta win games in October to get to June. Clearly not, because we was an in season. We was an in, well, um a, a playing tournament last year and we went to the we went to the finals. Trim, you hear me? Did y'all win? We went to the finals. Did y'all win? Y'all ended we with the play, same thing we did. We played. Y'all ended with the same thing. Somebody's we did. vacation well, started no, a lot earlier. It's not the same thing. That's as not they, got it, they walked out with a trophy. They walked in with a trophy. Eastern They're Conference no champs defending. Jimmy said he's not playing for no Eastern Conference trophy, bro. I mean, Orlando Magic playing clearly playing for just December, obviously. You clinging all the Halliburton games in December. We'll see y'all in the playoffs. Talk about a team that's great we'll on offense and defense we'll see before you talk playoffs. to me. We'll see y'all in the playoffs. Will y'all? We will. Unless y'all make it to the Eastern you Conference right. Finals. You right, will we? Because y'all might not. You know. Wait, let's get to the awards. Let's get please. to the awards. Guys, I know it's early on in the season, clearly, Orlando Magic fans. But if we got... <laughs> bro, that's not funny. <laughs> Clearly, all hanging on that to everything hilarious. early in the season. If we had to pick an MVP today, who are you guys taking for the MVP and why? The Joker. He's almost averaging a triple double. I mean, give me the Joker. Yes, that, MB's been balling, but give me the Joker. That is scary, Joker. You're almost averaging a triple double. Like, you know how hard that is. Dang, he did it last year too, right? Mm. I'm saying, but consistent back to back, Yo, or, or isn't it back, back, back to back to back years? Yes. Yes, that's ridiculous. And he don't even look like he's having fun doing it. Nah, he's, it's whatever. It's a Walmart shift for him. Yeah. I'm just here to clock in, go home. Man, it's at Walmart shift. It's a Walmart shift for me. I don't really care. Yeah, last year he averaged 24, 12, and 10, or 9.8, 10. You know, 10. Right now, 29, 12.8 rebounds, and 9.8. No Jamal uh, Murray for a lot of these games, by the way. Jamal was uh, out of what? A month, month in November. A whole month yeah. of November. And then Jokic is still putting up these crazy numbers. And where did the um, Nuggets stand in the, in the Western Conference right Third now? Third seed. Third seed. I forgot who went off of the Nuggets the other day. Was it Andre Jordan? Reggie and, Jackson. And Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Jackson. Yep. Those two looked insane out there. They turned back the time. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of city. Yeah, he's they what? turned back the time. I thought it was a lot of city. I was Bro, like, I've never seen DeAndre Jordan jump like that since I was like in fifth grade. DeAndre Jordan should have been out of the league like three years ago. I was convinced he retired. He should, I thought he was going to. But Reggie Jackson came out and showed the Clippers, y'all suck. Rookie of the year, which is a kind of a, I feel like the rookie of the year is beginning more talks than the MVP this season. Yeah, as I said before, I'm going to bring him up now. First person is Chet, of course, coming in, averaging 17.6 points a game, eight rebounds, shooting 39% from three as a big man. That's very impressive. But my sleeper, and Malik, if you're listening to this, I've been told you, you told me first about this guy, but now I'm picking up game. Jordan Hawkins, averaging 12.9 points, shooting 37% from three. That kid is a sniper. Baby oh, Jesus Shuttleworth. Like, oh, wow. Baby Jesus yes. Shuttleworth? Yes. Wow. We went to Ray Allen. Wow. Yes. Okay. Nice. Yes, because it's, it's just the fact that he doesn't have to dribble a lot to get off his shots. He come off pin down, flare screens. You better not uh, dribble a lot. Back screens. CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, and Zion. Back screens and then pop out to the you better, three. You better not put the ball on the floor. I, mean, I drafted you to shoot. You better shoot it. <laughs> I mean, it's the way how they defend him. Like, if somebody's driving and Jordan Hawkins on the same side, they don't play help. They don't fake it fade. Yeah, they yeah. stay right with Jordan Hawkins. Yeah, you can't leave that shoot. You can't leave that. He shoot is shooting. Like that. Can't leave him open. That's my two. Yeah, I think Chet, but my sleeper is uh, Triple J out of Miami, man. <laughs> hey! He's been playing some good ball. 12 points per game. 2.6 average per game. 39% from three. I think he's been playing good. He has. No, he has, he has been putting it on lately. Especially with a shorthanded heat because we haven't had everybody play. Especially with Hero being out too and even having to take a larger role coming off of just being drafted. I think that definitely serves some looks. Uh, Y'all yeah, mentioned Jordan Hawkins, Jaime Hawkins. I mean, those are some nice names. They're going to be good NBA players, but let's be real. It's going to come down to Chet Hogan and Victor Wembanyama. And obviously, I think I got Chet right now because yeah. Chet's, you know, putting up 17, 8, and 2 on great efficiency. 
50% from the field, 40% from three, and he's impacting when he's the second seed in the Eastern Conference. I mean, in the Western Conference. I'm not, I apologize. I don't think, I think that would put like the biggest factor in him winning it over Wimby is the fact that he's just playing better. His team is, he's playing better and his team is winning. Exactly. Yeah. Spurs, what lost like last, what? 16. 16 games, like crazy. And those clips of women Yana getting cooked too aren't helping, especially against like Harden. That one, I, I've seen that on my Instagram feed. I mean, he, every week. Wimby's averaging 19, nine and you know, two and 2.7 blocks. What's the efficiency game? look like? If not very good efficiency exactly. at all. Not very good efficiency whatsoever. But you also got to think about like who's playing around him. And they have like, a good team. The Spurs? Yes. Trey Jones at the one. Devin Bissell. You just said Sohan. That, yo, we you just about. lost your basketball credibility. What What are you talking Next about? Next award. So they don't have a good team? <laughs> no, they don't. What do you mean? Do what? They have They're a better 15th in the Western Conference. Do they have a better team than the Pistons? They're 15 teams Do they the have West. a better team than the Pistons? They okay, won three no, games. no, no. Don't ask. Would, don't you ask have, would you rather have the Spurs unit or the Utah Jazz unit? Utah. What? Utah. Utah. But that's not that's not even saying much. Walker Kessler, Laurie Markin, and Jordan Clarkson? What are you talking about? Keontae George. Keontae George. Ballin. So we like so Devin Vassell's not a max player. Kelton Johnson. Wimby. Next award, Trey please. Let, let's just ask the next award. Coach of the oh, year. I like that. Uh-uh. Coach of the year, fellas. I'm gonna start with you, Mike. Uh, we already know it's a lock right now. Coach Jamal Mosley from the Orlando Magic. Coach of the year. Exceeding all type of expectation that anybody in here had. We're 14 and 6 and second seed in the Eastern Conference through 20 games. Fourth in defensive rating. So uh, you know, I don't gotta say too much. I know where I'm going. It's yeah, it. I agree. I agree. My runner up will also be Chris Finch for the Minnesota Timberwolves first yeah, defensive like those two. Those two good ones. My other one will be, you know, I always got a rep. He made Odoka. You know, he got to be hey, in there. Turn, but... turn the team around. Yeah. Turn it so, around. That, those are my I three. don't think we talk about the impact Dylan Brooks has on that team enough. Huge and, impact. Yeah, he's, he's had an the impact. Villain. Isn't that what he's like calling himself now? The villain. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, the but villain. yeah. Yeah, it tastes like vinegar coming out of my mouth, but Jamal Mosley, I think the Magic Cap Coach of the Year this year. Pretty Why it tastes like vinegar? It should be sweet. Welcome to the first award in 10 years. <laughs> Hey, if you can see Mike's face right now. First award in 10 years. Bro. Congratulations, buddy. It is hilarious. What's the honor? But second in the East, fourth in defense efficiency, I think the Magic, no, whoa, nobody outside of Mike expected this much success, especially coming into December mm -hmm. uh, with the Magic. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Coach of the Year. You, Brian? Uh, no, nah, I agree with y'all. I'll go with Atlanta yeah, he, Magic Coach of the Year. He ain't going to say, say his name. <laughs> say his name. He ain't going to say it. I'm not going to say his name. Say his Atlanta name, Magic man. Coach of the Year. I like Finch out of Timberwolves as well. I like the Timberwolves aren't talked about enough. I feel like when we looked at the Timberwolves, we just saw Rudy Gobert and everyone just said, oh, that team's not that good. What they did last year versus Denver and how like, they finished yeah. off the season and how they started off the season is not talked about enough for um for me personally. Going on, let's see. Who do you guys have winning sixth man of the year so far? We, I'm going to have Cole Anthony as sixth man of the year. Okay. <laughs> well, we're, skipping the work. we're skipping this award completely. The, uh, the Magic lead the NBA in Ben scoring, third in rebounding, fourth in assist, fourth in plus minus. Oh, I forgot. And Cam, Cole, Cam Thomas. Cole Anthony I is tied for that. first with the most 20-point games off the bench. So that's your sixth man. Absolutely. Cole Anthony. Absolutely. Definitely not going to go with Cole Anthony. Of course you're not. I'm going to go, actually, who I'm going for uh, six man of the year? I really like Austin Reeves this year. I, I've seen him in, in talk. I like Austin. I like Austin. What is your problem with Austin Reeves, sir? Do you have an issue with him, too? Do you hate anyone that doesn't wear blue and black and plays in Orlando? No. I talk to a lot of good players. Sounds personal. I don't believe it's you. It's not personal, but if Austin was playing in Utah, y'all wouldn't be talking about him. Yeah, I don't care. He's in Utah. They lose games. He played for the Los Angeles. I wonder where you're going to like accept as like NBA fans that like when you play for a big organization, you're going to get media coverage. It's just you play in Los Angeles. Yeah. You know, medium, small markets like Orlando, you know. I know what it is. Like, <laughs> you're going to get So gonna let's not act surprised. Coverage. 
I got Tim Hardaway Jr. So sixth man of the year. I like that. Um, I like that. He's. Yeah. I like that this year. Seventeen what? points off the bench. He's really been hooping this year. Yeah. He's been hooping this Big year. Big for I the like... Mavs too because they needed some help, especially when Luca goes down. So not yeah. down, but like but comes like, off the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that here. I would. I would think. I like how also what like Dallas is doing this year. Like they they're better than I anticipated them being. I'm not gonna lie. All right, who you guys have winning defensive player of the year this year? Rudy Gobert. No questions asked. I feel like that's. A, I like that a lot, Jeff. No. I feel like no questions asked. No. No rebuttal. No questions asked. Rudy Gobert. You got, a, you got a face on. Why the face? I'm biased. Bam out of bio. Hey. I got Bam out of bio. And this is this is the case for him. I, per the Heat's records and, and uh, the website, he is now six all-time for Heat blocks. He's allowing 0.5 points per possession on 28 isolations this year. 0.82 points on one-on-one -on -one drives. 0.77 points per possession on drop coverage, along with averaging 22 and 10 in a block. It's very impressive. That guy's stat like, line, but that guy's I'm still taking Rudy. Uh, I'm taking, um, yeah. Rudy Gobert is uh, the defensive captain on the um, the Minnesota Timberwolves. The who have the number one defensive rating in the league this year? They are third in blocks. So like, I, I think I think it's enough talks of the of Rudy Gobert ridicule and like, how is he defensive player of the year candidates every year? Because it's definitely showing this year. Who you got, Trim? I got two. I got Rudy Gobert. Obviously, is the you know the front runner, but I have a dark horse on the topic of Rudy Gobert. You know, obviously they're the best defense in the NBA, mainly due to him. But because when you look up and down the Timberwolves roster, you know you see Jaden McDaniels, you see Anthony Edwards, two very good perimeter defenders. But you know. It starts and ends with Rudy Gobert. He mans that defense. I have another one. Obviously, I gotta pick a Magic guy. Not even. It's not even. No. Listen. Bro. Listen. Listen. <laughs> listen. Bro. This is not even a hot take. Jalen Suggs defensively, he's gonna be all defensive oh first team this year. Gosh, he's top five bro. in steals. Top five in. I think he's number one in deflections. Obviously, he posted a 104 defensive rating. The main part that we. The main reason we have a good defense. So I think his name should be in that conversation as well. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Orlando Magic like this. Legit, magic we, that. We oh my gosh. Three uh, award candidates. I gave y'all just his last episode Orlando Magic topic now you bring it up just randomly bro you asked us what awards oh he said, said who do you think is gonna win all of a sudden one person he said no I got a dark horse he plays for Orlando yeah but like it had, I, I said nothing about dark horse defensive player of the year you you had that. two you had two uh, for the rookie of the year you put Jordan Hawkins yeah but and I didn't I had, say dark horse I, I said had, two I said two rookie of the year candidates not in no rookie of the year race yes he is he's third he's third top five really you know, he won't win it I mean I'm taking Hami at third but if you say Jordan Hawkins, I'm not gonna hate it. Exactly. I don't hate it. It's a good pick. Anyway, guys, that brings the end of this Orlando Magic show, I guess. Um, this was uh this is my last episode as a as the so playmaker. You know, it's been a long, long, long journey with you guys. It's been really fun recording to everybody. For people that's not here, Maud, Malik, Tristan, Tristan Deant, Jeff, we're like we're kind of the originals of the playmakers. And we brought, you know, Trim and Jalen on here in, in, in country as well. Uh who else am I forgetting? Austin. 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 Bringing everybody on, just being to get like be with you guys and record these episodes and get to watch y'all's journey as y'all go through life as y'all go through y'all family career and your career afterwards it's been beautiful to be at the start of y'all journey i'm looking forward to see where y'all going after this uh it's been super fun recording the playmakers it's kind of a little baby at ours at famu terrence definitely said it's one of the more consistent podcasts we got no cap no cap enough one of the more consistent podcasts we got so who else you know got big names jabari smith tiffany green come on now no one else but us but you know it's it's been a lot of fun doing the show and i appreciate recording with every single one of y'all and i appreciate everybody that listens and takes the time out of the day to hear us babble about whatever sports opinions we have is that a tear in your eye
Nah, I'm not. Bro, hit, this is hitting home for me. <laughs> First Malik, now Brian. Yeah, man. And then especially big shouts out to Jeff because a lot of y'all don't know the playmakers do not go if Jeff is not here. Yep. We brought Jeff on early and like we've just been watching his journey and the playmakers don't go if Jeff doesn't go. So big shouts out to Jeff and everything he's done so far. And I'm super excited to see where Jeff goes in the future, man. He's got a, he's got a super bright future ahead of him. And I look forward to being part of that journey with him. I'm finna cry, bruh. This man Brian finna head out. Last episode. So for the last uh, shout-outs, I want to thank everybody for listening. I am a reflection of everybody's love and support, and I will be nothing without y'all. Super appreciate everybody listening. Super appreciate everybody working with me. And shouts out to FAMU. It's been a beautiful journey at FAMU. Number one public HBCU. Number one HBC, period. If you ask me, number one college in the world. I don't care. Super appreciate of everybody that listened, man, that took the time to talk to me and listen to me. I am forever grateful for y'all. First and foremost, I thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Shout out to my family, friends. Shout out to Brian. Brian, man, this is like my basketball duo, man, when it comes to sports topics. Running mate right there, Brian right next to me, disagree, agree, whatever. I know Brian's right there. This is home, man. This is home. Malik hit home for me. Brian hit it home, man. Go miss you, brother. Go miss you. Gonna love you. Keep being great. Appreciate it, man. Shout out to my fam, my friends, anybody listens at home. My dad, congrats. See you in Celebration Bowl. Brian, man, we're gonna miss you. A lot of the old guys, y'all took a chance on me coming, the only freshman on the podcast, so really appreciate y'all. First, I want to thank my Lord and Savior. Without him, I wouldn't be able to do whatever I do. Dang, Trump. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do what I love every single day. I want to thank Jeff, Brian, Ahmad, Tristan, all the guys you know for bringing me on nurturing me you know grooming me to become the best journalist i can be you know i want to thank Jalen. you know the freshman you know he pushing me to be better at college football you know and tristan as well you know and tristan <laughs> but yeah i want to thank my family as well too hopefully one day you'll be better at basketball too you but can't guard me let's let's slow down a second jeff guys. can't guard me either yo who, you gotta see him hoop because this guy's this guy's so crazy we have to see him we hoop. gotta see him hoop then khalil beat you one-on-one khalil six eight don't want to hear it thank you guys for listening this has been halftime with the playmakers your midweek partner the playmakers with 90.5 the flavor station from 12 30 to 2 we appreciate y'all listening stay tuned for more in the future these guys got a lot coming for y'all appreciate y'all psa this is the last episode of the semester we will be back second semester early january back and better halftime with the playmakers is produced in the studios of wanm fm 90.5 in the school of journalism and graphic communication at florida a&m university